it's literally um, sums this football club up that we're out of the playoffs and virtually everyone to a seat stayed in to clap the team off. And in fairness, football's judged, sporting memories are judged on like magic moments. You remember the playoff wins, you remember the promotions, but you also remember the people who were there when you your lowest. And the fact that all the fans who travel today stayed and clapped the team off is something I'll remember in one of my best memories. It was something quite emotional for me because I know how sad it is for them that their season's over and how much it means to everyone. So if you stay to clap the team off, I'd like to thank you. So uh, it wasn't to be uh, for the Rams after their, their trip to Hillsborough yesterday. A disappointing day, to say the least, but we're not going to dwell on it. We always have a little bit of a, an alternative look at things on, on this podcast. Uh, we caught up with with Chris on last Thursday, I think, and, and that went out. And we had, we had some really good feedback about that and, and people really enjoyed listening to Chris's opinion. So it was going to be a three-parter. It's probably now going to be a two-parter, unless the third part's Chris just reading the phone book or something. Because um, we've got nothing to talk about next week. But welcome back, Chris. Uh, how are you, pal? Yeah, thanks for having me back on. I, um, I was just saying before we press record that I don't... Usually, we'd I'd met I'd seen you Anna before match. Usually, I'd been I'd have been uh, loading it up, but because we'd had like a drink and like I could see you in stand on front row, I thought I can't. I'm not that cruel inside my heart, but uh, yeah, I, I feel for you. I know feeling basically. Well, we did uh, catch up. We did catch up in the is it the Barrack? Yeah, Barrack Tavern on Penniston Road. Yeah, really, really nice pub actually. A selection of ales for for those. That's not my thing, but. Um... Yeah, it's a really nice pub, really nice atmosphere, and we had a little catch up before, and uh, I sound a little bit more excited then than I do now. Right, pretty much nerves are kicking in. I'm in the barrack in Sheffield. I've been snuck in by uh, my new favourite Sheffield Wednesday fan, but it could be the end of this blossoming relationship between us because this could be the last podcast. Chris McClaw, feelings before the game. Uh, well, it's eleven o'clock, and it's an hour to kick off. And I reckon game will finish about two and that's where our friendship stopped because I'm paused for a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm pretty relaxed. In fact, I've not seen team. Team should be out now. Uh, I'm going to be worried if Bannon's playing. Go on, check the, check the team. I'll do, a, I'll do a clever edit and play some music while you check the team. This is where the advert comes in. I can't believe what he's doing. He's, he's playing a full strength side. He's got Bannon. Pat, so I told you on podcast last week that Gregory had broke his cheekbone. He's not in squad. Bannon's playing it mid. He's going for it. So Dar, that, if that, the sound of Derby Arse is twitching is what you can hear. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, terrible news for us, actually. Terrible news. Brett's here. So I, I've done every game this season alongside Brett, who travels. It's a podcast debut for you, Brett. And I, I was shocked to hear that you've never heard the podcast before, the, the episode with Chris. Um, I'm shocked and disappointed, but... You're going to be on the, the second episode you listen to. How are you feeling with, with that news? Well, now I've heard that team news, I, I, I've got to say, I'm absolutely nervous now. It's uh, it's one of them. What can we do? We've just got to go out there and put on our best performance and see how it goes. There's nothing else we can do. It's, um, yeah. We can afford to have any result today as long as Peterborough lose, but we can't rely on them. And that worries me. It'll be interesting to see how Barnsley have lined up. 
Not that I'd even know their starting eleven, but <laughs> well, that's one thing we've not touched on, and we spoke about life in League One. Is the amount of good players I've seen this season that I'd never fucking heard of before. Nice. I've googled so many players. It'd be nice to turn up to a game and actually know opposition, wouldn't it? And that sounds arrogant, but it's true. <laughs> but I didn't expect him to play that team more today. I can't believe it. He's obviously wants some momentum, doesn't he? So it's going to be a battle out there today. Darren Moore doesn't want to lose his mentality going into the next two games. That's obvious from his selection there. So. Yeah, that's why he's going to go for it, so we'll see how this goes. Regardless of the result, I think we're going to come back here and have a, a post-match dissection of uh, either a celebratory pint for me and Brett, or we'll just come in crying. My prediction is it's going to be a draw, and Peterborough aren't going to do enough to overtake you, so we're go- it's going to be Wednesday versus Derby in playoffs. Prediction? I think this game is all about the defences from either side, so you know it's about stopping the goals going in as opposed to scoring them. Uh, whoever goes in the lead I think we might see a little bit of shithousery coming on I don't know we've seen that a lot during the season with other teams are we capable of ourselves remains to be seen will time wasting come nice into to go into a game though where both teams are going to win it yeah yeah that might pay to Derby strength yeah. if, if, you're, if you're going out to win we can you catch you better in a battle to yeah. be honest so let's see yeah I think the worst thing is is whichever team it is is going to go behind because then the opposition going to shut up shop and it's all about breaking them down um, you can afford like Wednesday can afford to go a goal behind and you're still in the playoffs we've got to go out there and perform today the pressure's firmly on Derby so yeah I'm uh, I'm a little bit concerned with that lineup. <laughs> I'm going to call call this uh, discussion to an end because I'm absolutely shitting myself we'll reconvene with, <laughs> with Chris in a week let's get to ground we're going to walk to ground and uh, we'll reconvene in the week so, yeah, that all went to shit, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect more to pick that team. And in hindsight, I'm glad he did, which is proof that I'll never make a football manager because I think he obviously wants momentum going into playoffs, doesn't he? Um, I just did not see that happening yesterday, to be honest. Me neither. I, I thought, well, my prediction was we were both, both teams that were going for sixth place were going to lose. Um, I was kind of half right, but for Peter to go and do that at Barnsley... I think my feeling is now I want Bolton to go on and do it because you've beat us. Barnsley haven't done the business for us yesterday and Peter have got it. Bolton aren't the only one are the only ones who haven't wronged us. But my other feeling is like Sheffield Wednesday, if they get out of the league, then one then the strongest three teams have gone up for next season. So that I'm philosophical, but if you don't go up, I've got two brilliant podcasts lined up next season. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's win win. How how are you feeling now, like that stage of things is over like you're in you know who you're playing nerves kicking now a little bit I, I want a derby I said this before and I and especially what I don't want Curtis is it Curtis Davis isn't it when he I says look they've got the, the centre-back's been sent off mm. I still think there's weaknesses in them but but and my mates everyone's saying no Peterborough but I don't think any Wednesday fan wanted to go to Pride Park when I spoke to him today they didn't fancy going to Pride Park because yeah. of a bad history there. So I'm just cautious, really. I think we've got to be wary of Clark Harris. And I, that first goal, for the, I don't know if you've seen their goals, you probably don't want to watch them or think about them, but is what they're about, just putting ball into that six-yard area from Clark Harris. And it worries me a bit. But, you know, if we can't beat Peterborough over two legs, then do you deserve it? I suppose you do deserve it with 96 points. I think, hold on, my mate sent me a message yesterday. I'll just read, this is how insane it is this season and this league's been. And it says, Jeff Stelling on Sky Sports yesterday. 
Since three points for a win was introduced, 93 points would be enough to go up automatically in any, any English division ever. And we've got 96, and we haven't gone up. Wow. How many points did you miss out by in the end? Two. I think two. I think, yeah, two whips, which finished on 98. It's that Forest Green result is going to come back. If we go out in playoffs, I, I know how Derby fans are feeling today. I always find that the match day I can handle is the morning after. It's like the morning after a funeral. Like it's all, It starts to sink in, doesn't it? The reality of the situation. But I don't, listen, I think a lot of Wednesday fans were remembering his relegation a few a couple of years ago, so I think they took a bit of pleasure in that. But Derby will be all right. Like to come from where you've come from, for your existence to be under threat, for Warren to come in, and I know Warren might not be perfect, but he will be able oh in fact you're under an embargo, aren't you? Are you under an embargo? Yeah, but we're there's talk of it being relaxed because we're kind of ahead of where we should be business plan wise and he can still get rid of players and bring his own players in so he can get free agents and, and pay a certain amount. So there'll be a certain amount of wheeler dealing being done, I think. And I think he knows the league and he will have an idea of who he can cash in on because there's three or four young Derby players that maybe don't suit his style, that did well in the championship and now it's a bit nastier and a bit, you've got to be a bit more ruthless in League One. Maybe he cashes in on them and goes and gets three or four experienced League One players, I think. I won't be surprised. I mean, if, and it's a big if still, if we do get promoted, I won't be surprised to see a few Wednesday players at Derby next season. Maybe Flint and uh, Flint, maybe Marvin Johnson, and maybe keep him though. But I wouldn't be surprised if two or three of them, it seems to be a relation between club, don't they, where they, they can go there and it's not too far from Sheffield. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. And Flint's a local lad. Well, he's Alfreton, isn't he? I think originally all around. Yeah, so he's. Oh, he's I didn't know that. He lives fairly local. I think before we went to you guys, it was talked about him coming here, but with the position we were in, I don't think we could really offer him anything. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm I'm cautious about it. Really, I'm, I'm wait. I hate this bit where you've got to get tickets sorted out. You know, because like, they go on sale tomorrow. I'm getting on Wednesday, and it's like everyone's texting each other, thing what we're doing. So I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm telling you, it just goes to show yesterday that Barnsley are way too. They think way too much of themselves. Barnsley, I think. Well, I think. The thing they wanted to ask: What were going on in crowd? Because one minute we thought Barnsley had scored. Right. So there was just midway through the second half, uh, just a cheer erupted from the back of the stand and everyone just joined in on it. Like, oh, just got so we just assumed. And then everyone was checking their phones, going, it's still one nil on here. And I was going to be dad, it's BBC app, it takes ages, it takes ages, it's one up, <laughs> it takes ages. <laughs> Ten minutes later, still one nil, Blake. And then I think you guys clicked onto the fact that we thought there was a goal and there wasn't, and that cheer went up, and then there was a second cheer from you lads when the second goal went in. And then as soon as the second one went in, it was like Wow, that's it. We're done here. We're done. It kind of, to be honest, kind of killed game, didn't it? That moment. It, I've watched it back. He has a tug at him, but there's no way he has a tug at him enough for him to go down onto ground. And but regardless of that, there's a guy online. My my view of it is, I'm trying to be philosophical, so I don't go on some like massive rant on social media and and up in trouble, but. First, the first thing is I'm not going to judge it on one incident when it's 46 games and we've had yeah. like your Forest Green result and we've conceded a penalty at Bristol Rovers away in the 97th minute a few weeks ago and we joined with all these like crap teams. We missed two penalties at Morecambe and that's why we're not in the playoffs, not because of that incident. Yeah. And, se and secondly, 
if Davis just puts the ball in Rose Ed, you don't give the ref a decision to make. Don't... No, there's no need to put it back to Wildsmith in that situation. No, and that's how I kind of see it. It's three or four times now where he's kind of undercooked to back pass. And I'm not calling him out because he's been a legend on and off the pitch and um, he's been a great servant to the club and a great ambassador. So I'm not digging him out and blaming him or anything. But my view of it as a football fan is, and someone who's played football, if you put it in the stand, problem solved. Yeah, hindsight's a great thing, isn't it? It's, uh, it kind of did ruin game. Although I thought there were a couple of moments in the second half where they thought there were that one where if Mandes Lang gets that pass right, he played it too wide, didn't he? Puts it into his path, he finishes it. And I don't think we were really, we weren't really going gungo for a second that much. We were just kind of, it were kind of just, they were probably played into our hands because they were on the pitch but not exerting themselves too much. It, but there was a spell for about 15 minutes in the second half where I thought Derby looked like they had the extra man. And it yeah, was kind yeah. of. Why? I think we were on like don't get injured mode and you guys were like, we need a goal. And I, yeah, I thought they could easily grab one here. You see it sometimes. I think like when City beat QPR and do you know if a team knows they're safe and QPR will kind of go, well, have another go. If you need a goal, come and have a go at us. Like we're, and it had that feeling. I'm not saying that Sheffield Wednesday would try and let Derby score, but there, there was that element of we're, we're not in full first gear here, but mate, if you need a goal, let's have a, have a go and we'll try and catch you. Yeah, that's how I felt it was going. Yeah, I mean... On other note, is if if it weren't gonna if it were if you weren't gonna win playoffs, I mean, you know you don't want to defeat in playoffs if your team's not absolutely up to scratch. Like Wembley's an heartbreaking to lose that, and but you never know what could happen. The full Pride Park's a different matter on a on like a Friday night. That would have been an odd place to go. I do. I, my only thing that I feel like I've missed out on is I'd like to see full strength eleven against eleven over two legs because I think that would have been a good playoff yeah. tie over two legs. Don't really know what to expect now. You see, I think we've had this period of like we've collapsed, and then we've had four or five wins on bounce again. Mm. Like we're actually the form team going into playoffs, but we've got this doom over us. But I think that's kind of lifted a bit. I think we're like ready to ready for the playoffs now. I'm always optimist, but I do fancy us to win them. I do, to be honest. I don't think I think Bolton are probably the, the second strongest side. They seem to have done well, and they've been to Wembley and won, haven't they? And, and done well this season. So. They look an organised side. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, and who's coming down? Reading? Blackpool, Blackpool away. Oh, that's always... Watch it, it'll be Tuesday night in January. <laughs> I know, we said that yesterday. We'll call it, yeah, Tuesday the 7th of November. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, then, well, we've got Fleetwood as well, so it's kind of two Blackpools away, isn't it? Um, who else has come down? I can't remember what the third team is for the Championship. But coming up, we've got... I've got a new ground in. Oh, yeah, yeah, Wigan. And then coming um, up, we've got Leighton Orient, which is a new ground. Stevenage, which is a new ground. And then potentially Stockport, which is a, a new ground. wonder what bookies are offering for Derby to win league now. I don't know. To, would they be offered? Oh, I don't think they weren't until it's settled, now. were they? I think, I think Warren, is similar to Darren Moore, he's evidently a very good bloke. To like, He's a decent man with morals and he's probably a good man. Like man management, I imagine is very good with his players, and I think he'll be able to attract players on basis of that. More seems to be able to get players in who trust him. I think he'll be all right. I don't think it's going to be as strong as this year. No, I, that's, and, and that's my thinking. In if Wednesday go up in the playoffs, I think the three strongest teams have gone, and the teams that are coming down, it's hard to predict until they come down. But I don't think they'll be as strong as the three teams that have gone up. No, I won't. I, I mean, I, obviously, you're going to be hurting as a fan base, but. 
I think there's a, a lot of things to look forward to. You just need a summer away from it. It'll be a completely like there'll be a lot of additions to the squad, however they get them in. And I think you'll go again as like quite strong favourites. And I think similar to us last year, we weren't really ready to do it in different. You know, we came really close in semi final, but and I think we'd have probably beat Wickham. Mm. But in reality, I don't think we were quite at it. And uh, that extra time has made us a bitter and more a force this year. I think if you look historically, it's always the case where you're, you, you're either stronger going into it or now you're at risk of stagnating here for three or four seasons. So I think this this becomes a big season now where we've we've got to go and get up now. Because when you get to your third season and your fourth season, you become like an Ipswich or someone like that that's been down here for, for years well, and years. It's five, it's four or five attempts, isn't it? It's not... But... Yeah, I wouldn't get. To, I know. I think you probably like need a bit of a doomy week to get over it. Let playoffs go, and then you'll be all right. I think. Yeah. What did you? Uh, what did you make of the Derby fans? Because we didn't sing any of your songs. We didn't bounce. So. No, quite respectful in that sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I, I did say something on about twenty minutes. I think you were you were making reference to us to beating us and play uh, like to relegating us. Yeah. And I did say to me, mate, they want to be careful singing that. But uh, no, there were listen. I, I know a lot of Wednesday fans felt like the old Derby one, but uh, it's very similar. There's very similar histories, like I said on last week's podcast. That you don't want Derby down there for too long, even in Championship. It's Dar- Derby away is a lot, especially just it's an hour and a half road. You know, it's going to be a good atmosphere. That that games you want to play, you don't want to go down to like Cardiff's and Reading's and that. There's no there. It's not well, well Reading away. I mean, teams like Reading and Norwich away, where it's wow. uh, be careful what I say, but a certain kind of fan who gives you stick like Reading always singing worst team in history to us. And I'm like, we've got to go to Reading now, which is like you've obviously been oh, like I have going away day, isn't it? Oh, mate, it's a pain in the ass to get to. All there is is a KFC sat in KFC before the game, waiting for the turnstiles to open and sat in fucking Reading. We went to Reading and Arctic Monkeys came. They must have just not had a gig and they came to Reading like on a whim. And uh, word must have got round that they were in this Weatherspoons in Reading. And uh, in, in like 15 minutes, it became like busiest Weatherspoons in world. And uh, it was rain, rain. It was like, like, they like Kate, Alex like came in disguise, wore like a flat cap and like a scarf. <laughs> And just like watch Wednesday lose to Reading in the rain, rainy. No, them like Saturday matches, which is it's dark at like half time. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, this is grim. It, it sounds like a monkey song, that doesn't it? Watching Wednesday lose in the rain, yeah, rainy, yeah. or something like that, doesn't it? <laughs> it were uh, it were pretty grim. It's like it's like we feel like like my friendship group feel like we've had everything apart from a successful uh, football club. That's the one thing that's missing in his lives to like complete it. Well, it's there's kind of parallels between my footballing supporting journey and yours, where we both joined when it was very successful, and we've just gone gradually worse ever since. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny. I went to watch uh, Jimmy White play play snooker last night in Crucible. He played in seniors final, and uh, I went to watch Jimmy White play. My mate, so there's a guy who follows my brother's band called Matt Lester, and he's uh, got cer- cerebral palsy and he's in a wheelchair. He's a group, but his attitude towards his disability is like really inspiring. And Jimmy White has always looked, there's a point to this story. <laughs> Jimmy White's always like uh, looked out for him. And uh, 
he got me in and we went to Jimmy's after show last night and uh, I, I'm a massive like Jimmy White fan, like old school rock star, innit? And I, and I said, the reason I'm bringing this up is that I was saying that like Jimmy's so pop, there's so much love for Jimmy now because he's never won it. He never won it. And like, if he'd won it, he wouldn't have this support now. And it's like, it's almost saying being a Wednesday fan, like, oh, but England's a better example. Like, I don't know what would happen if England won a major competition. Like, well, what now? We've won it. Like, there's almost beauty in the heartbreak. <laughs> like, no, I agree. And I, and I always think that my uh, older brother's a, a City fan and City season ticket holder. Mm. And that's purely because his best mate was a Man United fan. So to piss him off, he starts supporting City. But he used to go when they were like, in the league we're in now and I always think if Dar- that ever happened to Derby it just wouldn't be the same would it? No I know a few City fans and they the older generation pine for it for the for the struggle back you know they said they go to Etihad and it's like theatre production like you expect you've paid your ticket now entertainment you know you've, I've played football manager before and like been England manager and like won't World Cup and then go well game's boring now I don't like I think I'm addicted to losing the semi-final on penalties yeah, I, I'm just going to drop this. Hang on. Uh, when I spoke to Noel Gallagher, I just picked that up. Um, he was saying the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Get it dropped. <laughs> Wait, if you can't drop that, then you're never going to drop it, are you? What's pointing anything if you can't drop that? No, but he was. I had a Derby shirt on when I met him. It was a bit naughty, I think. I don't know if people were particularly happy about it, but I had a picture of him in a Derby shirt at work, and um, he was like saying about League One, he's like enjoy it because like it's his best memories and and all that. And then when he came in again, they'd just beat City. 4-1. I went, I bet you don't wish he was in League One now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So there is the, there's two sides to it. The thing is, be careful what you wish for. You see, Newcastle, they will have the most, the fan base will have the most amazing five to ten years. And then after that, I don't, I think there'll be this, well, what now? I don't know. What, 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 what is it? Is it a board game? We've just completed it and that's it. Well, Newcastle fans have always been famous for like their atmospheres and everything, but also alongside not winning a trophy for 50 odd years. So once they do go and win, are they going to be the, the plucky underdogs with the brilliant fans or are these going to be another city? Do you know what I mean? All I want in my lifetime is, as a Sheffield Wednesday fan, is that moment with my brother, our Tommy, my mate Steve Ogui, and my nephews, and my kid, if, you know, who aren't with me and like, have that moment where full-time whistle goes and I know we're promoted to Premier League. After that, I genuinely think I don't care. Like, well, obviously, I'll still support it. I'll get involved in it. But that's the moment I want. And if that will then justify all them years of absolute misery. And I think there'll be, uh, there'll be tears then because I'll know that where we went to get it. I worked at Radio Nottingham last year and um, alongside the most successful Nottingham Forest season in years. So great for me. But um, <laughs> when they won at Wembley, I worked with this presenter called Aaron and he was texting me and I was being fairly great. Because I know with Forest fans, if they're like the ones on Twitter that are mouthing off, I've got no respect for him. But the ones who go yeah. and, and if they go and they follow him, I'll say fair play, mate, great result. And I kind of yeah. have a rapport with him. You know, so, big fun, isn't it? And after Wembley, I said, enjoy this, mate because it'll never get any better than this. Nope. It's downhill for me. What, how can you top this season next year in the Prem unless you go get top four? or And look at the season they're having. And I said to him at the time, I've done it. I've been to Wembley one and then had the worst season in Premier League history. Just enjoy this because this is the pinnacle, mate. You'll never better this. And he said to me yeah, a few you times... You might get the League Cup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But that feeling of promotion after 20 years and the relief and everything, nothing will ever top that. No, you don't. that is the peak. And I think that... Uh... 
it's sad really what we've allowed this is not we've gone off topic here haven't we? we've gone it's not this is an english football pod now but <laughs> it's sad what we've allowed to happen in this country for football like it comes at a cost and i think i look at world like even like look at world cups now and it, it's how like fifa have sanitized every they've uniform they've uniformed all world football so every world you can't tell the difference between after 2002, you can't tell where the World Cup's being played by the look of it. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no, it's it's just, you know, a, compl- a multinational, uh, an international like stadium that's being made mm-hmm. that could be anywhere. There's, whereas like 2002, before, before 2002, you could pinpoint exact that World Cup's in Mexico because I can see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Prem's becoming the same, I think, you know, like, Eventually, it'll all just look and feel the same. I can't. I could tell you every FA Cup winner up until about two thousand and three, and then it just goes blurry. Really? Yeah, yeah. And it's like I think I don't really know where I'm going with this, but I think you have got. So I, I suppose to bring it back to Derby and podcast is there is beauty in going to Fleetwood away with your dad and your mate, and it and to an extent it don't matter, like. It's not about that, is it? If it were about that, then you'd just go and support City. And especially this season with, like you, you touched on it earlier, and when I came home yesterday and had a chat with, with my mum, and she's like, are you, are you all right? And I was like, you know, <laughs> I mean, I have been on telly on the verge of tears on Sky Sports News every hour for the last eight hours. So <laughs> I think I think there was genuine worry in the, in the household <laughs> for my welfare. But I just said, like, look, last January... We we genuinely thought we weren't going to have a club. If you'd have said next season you'll be seventh in League One, off miss out on the playoffs by a point, I'd have been happy with us in the National League at one point. So, in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's yeah, no one's died, have they? Nah, it's like, and I just saw it yesterday, like yesterday when I saw you, your dad, and your mate. I was like, I get it, I get why you do it, and I get because we do it, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, I mean, I'd love. I love the idea of going to Wembley in a few weeks. We like all my family and that, but you know, it, it's only place I see my loved ones, really, and my friends. Like, if it weren't for Sheffield Wednesday and the same for you with Derby County, like, I'd have I'd lead a very isolated life. Fucking, I'm getting emotional, <laughs> mate. I'm, I'm, I'm on the verge. <laughs> Yeah, how, how I've not had a breakdown over the last twenty four hours. <laughs> I think he's coming in. I can feel it brewing. As soon as I press the end of this call, I'm just going to go and lie in bed. <laughs> You'll be all right. You will be all right. And it's uh, you need that time away from it. Like if my missus could hear me now, she'd be like, "You are insane. What is the matter with you?" But it's deeper than footy, isn't it? I can't. That's why I kind of like did yesterday. I, I looked at your standing for. I won't. I'm not going to load it too much because I get it. I know that. And you, you could smell pain coming from away end. You know what I mean? And I, and we've been there. And um, one day, the Wednesdays and the Derbies and the I'll say Forest and and I'll say like who else is there? One day, them clubs will be rightfully back where they belong at a level. You know, fuck. I don't want to be Man City. I don't want to be Man City. Neither do I. I mean, I wouldn't mind a few wins, but um, no, no, I agree. And mate, I want to get on to talk about something else, but good luck, genuinely good luck, good luck in the playoffs. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I, 
I'm kind of numb to the heartbreak now a bit, so I'm feeling quite relaxed in a weird way. Bring it on, let's have it, and let's do us club proud, which I know yeah. we will, like fans will anyway. Yeah, proper football club, mate. And uh, you touched on um, football manager and playing that, and obviously you're, one of your projects is Steve Bracknell. Um, yeah. For those who, who haven't seen it on social media, it's brilliant. Can you like, explain the kind of premise behind it? So it's uh, an alter ego that I run on Twitter mainly. On Facebook, there is a TikTok as well. It's uh, and it's 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 an insight into the life of a Sunday League football manager called Steve Bracknell. Me, Paul and Bob, we set by the earth. That's just smash barometer. You've set that precedent now. I want it week in, I want it week out. Or any, we can go on now from this. Like, listen, party, where you were showing that full. Why do you outside? think we do it? Why do you think Bob turns up on a Sunday? Me and Paul put it in on a Tuesday night. I'll tell you why, lads. It's because we know that you've got a performance like that in you. I'm at, he's proud as punch, Paul's proud as punch, and I'm proud as punch. Already. He started as a joke, so basically, like, group, my group of mates, so Summit Monkeys, Milburn lads, me, me and my brother used to take off the manager and the assistant manager. Like, you know, presentation out and go, it's been an absolute fantastic season. Uh, we've got a bunch of flowers for our Sandros, uh, don't write, you know, all, all that stuff. And like, this kid, he's not most talented, but he puts in 100% every season. And he's, <laughs> most, he's most improved player. And uh, anyway, we used to do it all the time in front room. And I used to get right into it. And one day, my mate had a camera and said, let's film it. And so I did a team talk and it were all cliches. I like, put a name on it, you know, you know, up and down and bombing on. And I put it on uh, Twitter. And it went mad. I went absolutely mad. Uh, like, I suppose you call it viral. But yeah, we did. It was like Sports Bible and Lab Bible got older and that. And I just sat on it and uh, did a couple of other videos and then kind of left it alone. And then uh, I used to like a drink, me. I, I, I took my drinking to quite to the extreme. And uh, I finally got sober before a year ago. And it, like, Bracknell was like the itch that I wanted. I never scratched. So when I got myself sorted, I picked it back up again. And it's... It's gone from strength to strength. So we basically dip in a camera will dip into this Sunday League football team randomly and you'll and viewers will see like two minute clips of what's going on and it, it's it's gone really well. So and they've started to like understand character dynamics and that now. Amazing. And uh if you what's the what's the ultimate goal for it? Well, how far would you like to take it? Uh well, I still treat it as an hobby, but I think there there has been some uh, I'm currently working with some people to uh develop it for TV. I don't know how far that'll go. So it's in like in writing development really. And uh I can't really say too I don't really want to say too much more. That some of the people that are behind it might be familiar to Derby fans. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying nothing. Don't know yeah. popular with Derby fans anyway, put it that way. And um yeah. yeah, that's all I'm saying. But yeah, and they're gonna help me uh develop it on it and try and get it to a commissioner. I mean I don't know what a commissioner will think or a northern bunch of idiots trying to but the concept's there and I believe in it. And if not, you know, I don't really need to prove that it's successful because people on online who interact with it prove like give me that proof. So yeah, Steve Bracknell, check it out. It's on YouTube if you want to watch them all, but it's on like and Twitter's like it's tweeted from Bracknell's point of view. It's a, it's like you you're on you know him. Do you know what I mean? Like he was tweeting last night because it was his birthday anyway. He'd been at Miller and Carter. Best <laughs> Took our nicky to Miller and Carter. You know, <laughs> so he's a, yeah, he's a, he's a great character. 
it made me one of the funniest things I've seen recently was it wasn't a tweet of yours, but it was a reply, and you'd put this like kind of big football speech on. And someone replied and said, "Have you logged into the wrong account?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to be careful with that. <laughs> and like, there's a lot of me in Bracknell and all. Like, hey. it's weird because like yesterday I went to match. Bracknell's it was Bracknell's birthday on Facebook yesterday. Like, he must have just he. I whatever put like it was, and I'm walking through like North Stand yesterday. And I'll go, happy birthday, mate! Happy birthday, pal! Minute, and I'm like, why is everyone fucking saying happy birthday to me? And I turned around to our Tom, who was in it, each striker in Oak, and I went, Tom, why is it? He went, oh, it's Bracknell, it's Bracknell's birthday today. I'm like, all right, I've got to walk him on. Nice one, thanks, mate. <laughs> fucking right, bizarre. Mate, all the best of it, because it is really funny. Go and check it out, because it, I really... It's up my street as a, as a football been, fan. If you've been around that world, you're going to get it within minutes. Yeah. yeah, incredible, mate. And I just... We'll, we'll end it now. I, I was hoping to have a lot more to talk about, but obviously, from a Derby County point of view, that's that's it, done and dusted. But I just want to thank you for, for yesterday, because you made it a, a special day, even though it was a disappointing day, and I, I really enjoyed it, mate. No, thank you for having us on. And uh, I hope... That we're not going to see. I'm, I'm not back on here next season because that means we've we've lost it to either Peterborough, Barnsley, or Bolton. But um, thank you. I don't worry. You'll be all right. As you will be all right as a club. You've been you've been to your lowest. You'll be all right. Have some time off. Have a good cry. Hug your family and move it on. <laughs> I'm going to go lie in bed now. And listen to Joy Division for a few hours. <laughs> ring me if you need me. <laughs> I would. I'll give you two rings. <laughs> nice one, mate. Appreciate it, pal. All right, mate.